Welcome, you're listening to the Zapfloor Connects podcast show. For each episode, we discover new things in the world of agile working, work at the office, office tech, and more. Stay tuned. Up next, me, Nicolas Kollenberg, content marketer at Zapfloor. Okay, Carsten. Welcome and uh, thank you again for doing the interview with us. Um, I'll dive straight into it. So uh, without further ado, Carson, what is the name of your co-working space? Uh, so we are we have a uh, bunch of co-working spaces called the Mind Park, uh, located in uh, yeah mostly thousand Sweden. All right. And uh, how many members does uh, Mind Park have? Uh, we have around eight hundred members uh, currently. All right, uh, quite big. Huh? Um, yeah. So yeah. What, what type of companies work at Mind Park, and is there a more prevalent group among them? Uh, we're very mixed, uh, so we want to have companies from different, um, yeah, different backgrounds, different fields, also like different sizes. So we want to work both with like freelancer, entrepreneurs, startups, creative teams, but also bigger corporations, because we believe a lot in the and mixing different mm-hmm. people together. So as uh, we try to say as varied as possible or as high um, diversity as possible, we want that. Yeah, all right, great. So there's a lot of variety in the, the type of members that you have. Okay, Yeah. fantastic. Um, what makes Mind Park uh, unique? What is your, your strength, you would say? Uh, I would say that the, actually this variety is one of our strengths. And then our locations are also very, very centrally located. Uh, easy to get to with uh, yeah different different ways and uh, we also try to have a very open atmosphere uh, so that you're they're based on the ground floor uh, you can always enter from the street uh, and stuff like that so we want to have it as as welcoming and open as possible okay great yeah very important as well of course that, that people feel welcome uh, yeah Okay. Um, compared to uh, pre-pandemic times, uh, do you notice a change in your membership base? It can be type of members, companies, etc. Mm, there's some change, but I would must actually say it's less change than I thought. Okay. Uh, so there's there's change in the way that um, uh, there's maybe more people who are uh, employed somewhere else who use the co-working as an kind of extra office because it's close to where they live or so. Uh, and that's a trend which we haven't really had before in that sense. And there's also uh, some bigger corporations who are interested in co-working from the perspective of uh, increased flexibility or setting up a regional hub or stuff like that. So um, uh, there's some change, but it's not, I was actually expecting it to be more drastic. All right. Okay. And do you see that as something positive or? And, ah, I don't know. That's actually quite neutral, <laughs> I must say. Okay. Uh, right. I, I think uh, it worked how it was before as well, and it will work how it will be in the future. So I think that's that's quite uh, neutral. Okay. All right. Great. Um, uh, have you changed your uh, offering at all in the last few years? And if so, how? Yeah, we've experimented quite a lot. Uh, so we are we usually experiment a lot. So we um, we did a for example collaboration with different cafes to see okay wait you, what happens if you have a membership which both enables you to, to sit at the co-working spaces but also different cafes. Uh, that didn't really work out. Uh, 
and we've uh, we've also experimented with what offering we do for bigger corporations because it's quite clear that the bigger corporations are looking for a place to be but maybe not all every day so like as a complementary uh, offer uh, yeah. for their existing offices uh, so yeah so we've definitely tried different things and some work better than others Okay, yeah, but it's interesting even to try things like the cafe that maybe didn't work out as well uh, to yeah, see yeah, yeah. if it can work. It's great. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think you already answered this in part, but, uh, but yeah, what changes do you see happening in the flexible workspace market right now? Uh, no, but I mean, I mean, I think the, that the corporates are more aware of co-working and having this higher um, appreciation of flexibility uh, than before. I think, of course, that's a big change. Um, and and that's probably will probably be the main driving factor in co-working for the future uh, because just it's that's a big segment I would say, yeah. but we also have I mean we we see increased um, uh, like a move towards entrepreneurship and freelancing. Uh, I mean that's been ongoing for a long while, but that that hasn't hasn't decreased during the pandemic or afterwards. So uh, we'll probably see more and more uh, people. Um, and be freelancers or so and i think also we're in a we're in a like being uh being a white collar employee and being a freelancer starts to be more and more similar uh, like yeah. in the flexibility you can have or where you can work from and uh, and how you work and stuff like that so uh, it becomes kind of more blurred uh, the 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 boundary between being a freelancer and being an, a, a corporate employee, I would say. So, yeah, that'll affect us a lot, I think. But that's really interesting. So, was one constant during the pandemic times, which was you know, freelancers, they still had to use the office, of course. Uh, but what was once an advantage that they mostly had is now something that is also becoming more widespread among uh, white scholar uh, employees, indeed. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, and so remote working has changed how we perceive the function of the office. Um, what does this mean for co-working spaces, maybe? Um, I mean, of course, it means different things for different co-working spaces. We have actually a lot of uh, private offices at our co-working spaces. So for us, it hasn't been that big of an effect. But we definitely see that, I mean, people are a lot more in digital meetings. since uh, So you need to have spaces for that. Uh, so either small meeting rooms, telephone booths, or uh, as we have it, a lot of like private offices. Uh, because people, people just, yeah, there's definitely a, a lot more demand for that, I would say, than before. All right. Okay. Um, what do you wish you had known uh, six months ago about the entire flexible market? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it would have been very nice to know how the demand would evolve, uh, because it's kind of it's easy to predict that that there is a change, but how fast is that change? Uh, so, being being able to to know yeah how big the demand actually is uh, would have been very useful. Yeah, of course, indeed. And then we are already at the uh, the final question. Uh, what does the future of co-working look like? I think we will see a, a differentiation uh, in co-working. Uh, or I see that at least around me that we have niche co-working spaces, of course, for certain uh, industries or so. Uh, we have uh, like 
we are talking more and more about being a workspace because we those we both have the co-working, but we also have meeting rooms, we have um, restaurants or cafes, uh, and that's like a, a business center and and a sort, and that's one way of doing it. We have others who are purely open office um, uh, flexibility. Uh, so I think this this divergence is. Um, uh, what what will happen in the future? They'll they'll probably have different names as well, and they don't have that yet. But uh, um, yeah, there's because there's just also so many different needs, and some will be pure uh, middlemen between for bigger corporations, for example, somebody who takes the risk of leasing a property, subleasing it to somebody else on a shorter contract, and uh, uh, others will be much more focused, maybe only on freelancers or so. So yeah, okay, very interesting, interesting times. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, interesting to see what is coming as well. Huh? Uh, all right, Carson, thank you so much for your answers. Uh, they were really insightful. Um, and with that, I can already uh, conclude this uh, short and sweet interview. So. Nice.